Pure Wow presents Stream On, your weekly download of TV and streaming news and reviews. And now, your hosts, Phil Mutz, Pure Wow's VP of News and Entertainment, and Rachel Golmi, Pure Wow's Managing Editor of Branded Content. I'm happy to be back um, because I have some exciting news for you. And it's that I watched your new favorite show, The Bear. Did you like it? It's so good, Rachel. Oh, Phil, oh I was my nervous gosh. that you weren't going to like it. No, I no, no. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I finally checked it out. And you are so right. I mean, everybody's been talking about it, too. Yeah. So, like, you were ahead of the curve. You were talking about it here I know. First. I honestly was. You I were. Have, I and was. People, oh. people know uh, that you heard it first here on Stream On from Rachel. <laughs> Um, but now you're hearing it again from me. Uh, it's good. You should really, people should watch this show if they're not already watching it. It's so fun. Uh, the pace is like so fast. So the episodes kind of like fly by. I really, uh, it, it does raise your blood pressure a, a little bit watching it. Just a um, tiny bit. <laughs> I mean, because obviously everybody remembers, we've talked about this, but uh, the whole thing takes place in like a kitchen, very fast pace, like in the restaurant. And I was, I, we've talked about how I've waited tables before, but this was, I was totally getting flashbacks to my waiting table days. Were you? Cause, yeah. Cause this is exactly what it is like. I, like I would come into the kitchen and just scream, you know, like, <laughs> where's the food? You know, like, what, wh- why is it taking so long? People are mad out there. And they would scream right back. And it was just like, like it, it's just such a hectic, amazing thing. And then you like smile and exit the kitchen. And like, <laughs> it's like, you weren't just screaming back and forth with the, sh- with the chef. Um, but yeah, it's a really fun show to watch. And the act is so good in it. I really hope that the second season, I hope that they get like longer episodes because they are, they're just so short and I want them to be longer. But then I'm like, should they be longer? Because it is all yelling that could induce a headache. <laughs> well, I will say, I mean, like, it, like I wasn't joking, like your blood pressure is like high during this. Yeah. Like it's just, it's high stakes. It's very, you know, there's a lot going on and it just like is relentless in that way, but really good TV. So thank you for that recommendation. I'm so glad that you liked it. I got nervous for a second. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I, I wasn't going to say I have some good news for you and then be like, I hated well, the bear. <laughs> I don't know. It could have just been like, good news, I watched it. Bad news, I hated it. <laughs> I mean, that is true. Yeah. Uh, I'm here to, to trick you and pull the rug out from under you. Uh, so the bear on FX and Hulu. But we have a lot of new content to get to today. We have the soapy show that has finally dethroned Stranger Things. The docu-comedy that makes me laugh and cringe at the same time. Ryan Gosling's new blockbuster film. And no, I'm not talking about Barbie. And my thoughts on F-Boy Island. Dun, dun, (laughs) dun. Well, let's start with the news. This just in. This week's streaming news. Forget Tamagotchi's Dragons Are Coming. Ahead of its Game of Thrones prequel series, HBO Max launched a free augmented reality app called House of the Dragon Dracarys. Capital A-R in that. Uh, (laughs) For augmented reality. I know, clever. Where you can hatch and raise a virtual dragon. Based on your interactions, each pet dragon will develop a unique look and temperament. So, like, be nice to it. Oh my god, I want to talk about Tamagotchis in a second. Marvel dropped the first trailer for Black Panther Wakanda Forever, and it features a nod to Chadwick Boseman. Due to the tragic passing of Bozeman back in 2020, the character of Takala will no longer be featured in the sequel. But in the trailer, which is soundtracked with a cover of No Woman, No Cry, we do see a tribute to his character in the form of a mural painted on a wall. The highly anticipated sequel hits theaters on November 11th. Nope star Kiki Palmer shut down a viral tweet comparing her to Euphoria Zendaya. The tweet compared their careers as an example of, quote, how colorism plays out in Hollywood. In response, Palmer tweeted, 
Quote, a great example of colorism is to believe I can be compared to anyone. I'm the first Black woman to star in her own show on Nickelodeon and the youngest and first Black Cinderella on Broadway. I'm an incomparable talent. Baby, this is Kiki Palmer. Dearest reader, Bridgerton season three has started filming and there's a new BTS video to prove it. BTS, of course, is the really cool lingo for behind the scenes. Uh, The Instagram video starts with Jonathan Bailey, who plays Anthony Bridgerton, holding up two fingers before adding another one to mark the filming for season three. We then see Queen Charlotte, Eloise, Benedict, and Lady Danbury, and things end with our season three romantic lead Penelope sitting in a carriage saying, Bridgerton season three filming has officially begun. You can check out the full video on PureWow. Okay, so two things I want to talk about. Number one, everybody's talking about this Kiki Palmer story, uh, which it's it's interesting that she spoke up in such a very public way. Uh, and I love that. Uh, I think it's great that she's like, please stop comparing me to anyone and definitely stop just comparing me to another young black actress just because we're both popular black actresses. Yeah, no, I love it. And I mean, she had like a whole series of tweets, but it's interesting too, because a lot of, I think the original person who's, who made that viral tweet was saying that it was also crazy that she, that people are calling Nope, like her breakout role, which like she's been around for, I think since she was like 11. So yeah, it's interesting how something like this just kind of like unravels. But then the person who, who tweeted that said that she wasn't um, slighting her or anything. She was, she actually does like her, but I think the whole thing just, well, I'm sure it was, I mean, I I doubt that this person was trying to necessarily be a troll, but like, you know, I think it's great that Kiki Palmer called out, you know, I've had this long, really impressive career before this. So please stop comparing me to anybody else. Uh, I think point taken. Um, but I also kind of wanted to talk, did you have one of those Tamagotchis, this Game of Thrones Tamagotchi (laughs) thing? Yes, I had a Tamagotchi. Okay. Did you? I think I had like five. Oh my, and how did you keep these alive? Didn't you have to go to school? Yeah, I'm trying to think of how old I was when they were kind of really popular. I was probably like seven or eight. Okay, nine? well, I'm going to date myself, and I was in middle school. Uh, and I remember, like, the. Didn't like, you have to go to school? The, didn't you have to go to school? Uh, the, the class would, like, go to lunch, and, like, uh, the, like, whatever, our homeroom teacher, or whoever, would, like, watch that we'd have the Tamagotchis, like, lined up on their desk. And oh he'd God. have to, like, press the buttons to kind of keep them alive for everybody because otherwise everyone's Tamagotchis would like die. This was, it was so stupid. (laughs) Wait, but I love that your teacher actually did that for you. That's really nice. Yeah. I feel like it, I I can't believe these were even allowed in school. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why it was allowed for us to carry these around and do this, but maybe it was teaching us responsibility to not kill our Tamagotchis. For sure. I remember when I think I had grown mine, however long it took me. And, and, you know, it was a big deal to like get it to whatever stage it was at. And I remember like a family friend of mine, an adult, thought it would be funny to like reset it or something. Like I, I, and I just, rem- all I remember is that obviously I oh, flipped I'm sure out. You tears. Because, yeah. Oh my God. I think Killed I was like baby. hysterical. Killed yeah. my baby. Can oh you my imagine? Gosh. Um, the audacity. Well, I, I do. That's that's messed up. Uh, I hope you're no longer friends with that person. Uh, but I do, I am excited. This sounds like a cool, I mean, for the, the other kids, but I bet it's actually going to be really popular. Uh, this yeah. House of the Dragon. It actually uh, looked really cool too. Tamagotchi like I thing. saw, um, like a, I don't well, know, I guess I'm, an example of. I don't want to. I don't want to say it's been a while, but I'm sure technology has advanced since my days of middle school. 
so it's not I'm like sure. a pixelated yeah. little <laughs> yeah 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 thing I'm, sure anymore. The, I'm sure the graphics are a little better the dragon's a little more advanced probably. yeah no they they're like in your home like so whatever oh. you're fl- kind of actually reminded me of oh, what the heck was the name po- what is it pokemon go I mean, where you can kind okay. of see the animal. I, I've never played I'm, that, but yeah, I think I'm that's what it was. too old for Pokemon Go, but if you're all playing No, Pokemon that was a recent Go, thing. I think no, that's I, a new I'm thing. I'm still too old for it. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know what it is, but I'm too old to have played it, obviously. Yeah, I don't like Pokemon, um, but I yeah. think they're like in your actual world. So that's what these are like, which is interesting. Interesting. But, yeah. Well, stay tuned. I will report back if I get this, this Dracarys, capital A-R, uh, <laughs> game. Yeah. Well, let's get to the hits of the week to start with. The Hits of the Week. I have two on my list for this week, and the first one is called Everything's Trash. Um, And I'm not being self-referential here. Uh, I love this show. It's on Freeform and Hulu. You can stream it on Hulu. And it's from creator Phoebe Robinson, who also stars in it. And I don't know if you ever watched the show Two Dope Queens I never did. Yeah, so she was one of the stars slash hosts of Two Dope Queens, and now this is her show uh, on Freeform and Hulu. Uh, And it's a new comedy. There's four episodes out right now, but they come out every week. Uh, And she plays a character also named Phoebe, who's a podcaster who has no money, and her life is a mess. Meanwhile, her brother is running for office, so her (laughs) wild behavior kind of complicates things for him uh, a bit. But what I love about it is it's just, I mean, that seems like a very simple setup. That seems like it could be describing a thousand shows, but it's very, very funny. And what I like about it also is that you watch this character make all the wrong, and and maybe, to be fair, because this character is so unapologetic, maybe they're the right decisions, um, but making like what I would think are wrong decisions. um, And like a lot of shows, the character, the main character is a mess and trying to find themselves, but you know, in previous iterations, they're often super unlikable. Like, I had a problem watching Girls because I hated yeah. Hannah. And I yeah. hated all of the the girls who, and I mean, it was a great, well-written show. And I, I mean, maybe it was purposeful, but like, you watch people making bad decisions and you don't root for them, if that makes sense, in Girls. Mm-hmm. Like, I just mm-hmm. was like, oh, you're such terrible people. And especially Hannah was such a selfish, selfish character. Oh, my God, um, Hannah. I forgot about her. She was the worst. <laughs> the literal worst. worst. Um, but in this, Phoebe is so funny and she's so genuinely herself that you just love her. And you're you're like, yeah, you know what? Make that bad decision. You do you, you know? Um, <laughs> so I kind of – I like that. I feel like the character is like a different uh, take on that hot mess lead – who, because she's so unapologetic, it just doesn't it doesn't come across in that same way uh, yeah. that you know Hannah and so many other of those characters uh, did. So super smart, current, relevant writing, and this isn't the criminally underrated section, but I do think I would categorize this as criminally underrated because no one's talking about it yet. I haven't heard people talking about it, and I I think maybe I'm just ahead of the curve, but everything's trash. You definitely need to check it out. It's like the bear, but. Your version. <laughs> exactly, exactly. In you're a couple weeks, everyone's one. gonna be talking about this, and you're gonna be like, wow, Phil said it first on stream on. And also, ooh, <laughs> oh, okay, so another fun fact, and I can't believe so I I swear I didn't know this um in advance. I'm not just like plugging something. Um <laughs> so I'm watching the first couple episodes, and a familiar face pops up on the screen. And it was my and just like that podcast co-host, Derek Katz. It was a guest star in a couple of the episodes. <laughs> oh my god, wait, that's oh yeah, it's me. Okay. Now I didn't real I didn't put two and two together because I saw that Dara had posted it 
I think to her Instagram or something that she had, had a cut. And I was like, wait, what? This is amazing. Yeah, so I, I didn't realize I, it was this show. I didn't know that. And I was just watching and all of a sudden she popped up on the screen. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, so if anybody listened to our and just like that podcast, uh, also by Purewell, um, definitely keep an eye out for her. Um, or at least you can listen for her voice, you know, because you amazing. probably don't know what she looks like uh, based on a podcast. But yeah, I swear I didn't know, but that was a fun, nice surprise as well. I love that. Oh my gosh. If I didn't know and like Dara just popped up my screen, I would be the happiest person ever. <laughs> uh, so are you are you secretly in a show that I don't know about as well? Should I be looking at future? I am not. I am not. So All right. yeah. <laughs> there goes that. I'm secretly on Naked and Afraid. So, you know, just, you can keep an eye out. Just oh my gosh. kidding. Uh, oh my gosh. But I, I am going to talk about that show later. I was going to say later, later. Yeah, yeah. I'll save that for our special segment. Um, um, yeah, I had another one, but you go with your hit. I want to hear. Okay. Mine, I spoke about like super quickly a few weeks ago. Well, I'm losing track of time, um, but it is the rehearsal on HBO Max. The rehearsal. It is, it is so funny and cringy and the best. It's just so out there. Um, I know you haven't. Did you end up watching an I episode? I watched the first episode of the rehearsal. So I, oh, okay. I, I, please try to describe this to people because I have a hard time describing the concept. Yes. So I was actually reading an article recently and they said kind of that exact thing. Like, I actually can't explain this to you. Like, you just have to watch it. But here's like a review of the first episode. And that's kind of what it's like. But so it's hosted by Nathan Fielder, who is a Canadian comedian. And he came from Nathan for You, which is a show on um, Comedy Central. And that show is just so freaking funny. But so this is like not an extension of, but he does take his weird like awkward personality to it and he basically is taking people who have some sort of conundrum I guess Mm -hmm. that they're trying to work through and he rehearses every single detail of this possible scenario so that when the actual time comes for them to do this thing they will feel more confident about it it's so stupid and ridiculous but it is so funny Oh my gosh, the second episode, Phil, you have to watch it. I was I was literally like slapping my husband because I was laughing so hard. Like I was just like, stop it. Like this is so funny. It's oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, to give an example of like what are the one of yeah, the things please, in the first that, episode. I think that'll probably help people understand. So in the first episode, this man is on a trivia team and for however many years. Twenty he, years. He said he's 20, twenty years. Yeah. He lied to his one of his friends in the group about having a master's degree. And he wanted to come clean to her. So that's kind of like what the whole episode is about. But and then the second episode is this woman who wants to have a baby and start a life. But the way that he does it, he has like these child babies. I'm just cracking up. He has these child like actors coming in and it goes from like baby to literally like an 18 year old. Like she has to like raise these kids and it's just all these different child actors that are coming in and out, but she's a very quirky person and it's just, Oh my God, it's so funny. I just, I was cracking up, but also getting like secondhand embarrassment. So like if you have secondhand embarrassment, you cannot watch the show because I was cringing, but so also I cracking up. <laughs> I think that's why my concern with the show. Okay. So yeah. I, I do think it's an interesting show it's bizarre i can't it's so I, bizarre I, you just explained it as well as anybody could possibly ever explain it um <laughs> thank you but uh, it is it's cringy because it's so cringy you are these people are in uncomfortable situations and this comedian yeah. was nathan is his name yeah uh, he he delivers things so in such a dry manner 
and doesn't blink. So like he might say something <laughs> super awkward. I don't mean physically blink, but he doesn't like, he doesn't, uh, you know, uh, he doesn't <laughs> blink. Yeah, yeah. He, so he just like will say something really uncomfortable and awkward and then just wait for it to play out. Like it's a specific kind of humor designed to make the other person he's talking to and us very uncomfortable on purpose. Um, that is the, that's his shtick, you know? Yeah. And it's fun, but it's, it's at points very, very uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. It, uh, oh my gosh. The second episode is the one that I was really cracking. I was laughing at the first one, but the second uh, with the baby, the babies at one point, because the child actors like can't work a certain amount of hours. They had to like swap them out while they're in the, like literally in the car seat in the parking lot. And she like then has like a new baby, but then the real moms are all behind the scenes so that, you know, obviously their kid is, they're making sure that they're okay with everything. <laughs> but at one point he like the woman, she's very, um, earthy and holistic and she wanted to like put lavender oil on the soles of the baby's feet so nathan wrote it down had to go back behind the seats and he's like okay um she wants to put lavender oil on the bottom of his feet and the mom was like okay like i guess that's fine (laughs) but i was just cracking i don't know maybe having a baby now like it's just it's just funny well i will definitely check out episode two uh and the last thing i do want to just say on this is i want to know more we can talk about this in future weeks too i I want to know more about how they're getting away with this because I they know. are filming from a distance and I'm like, you can't, you can't just film somebody like this. There's no way. So people have to know they're on something. So I wonder yeah. what they think they're actually being filmed for. I'm going to yeah. look into this a little more because I, I do want to know more information about that. But uh, it is a fascinating, cool experiment. I definitely think people should watch it at least one episode. And it sounds like maybe start with episode two because it's a fun, funny. Yeah, I uh, liked episode one. two better. It's it's also wild too because, I mean, the budget that he has for this show is kind of crazy. Yeah, like they the, recreate like people's entire sets, homes. Yeah. yeah, like rent out. How, how it's I was like, wow, like good for you. But new episodes drop um, every Friday at 11. So they're kind of on the later side. But it is, it's. I think it's worth it. It's funny. Absolutely. If you like that kind of humor, you yeah. have to like that kind of humor. If you want to cringe, humor. but it's also fun. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm exactly. Um, so an, another show on my hit list, which is not one that I watched, but is one that our Pure World did review and has been a massive hit, is the show that finally dethroned Stranger Things as the number one show on Netflix. And it is Virgin River season four. All 12 episodes just arrived. Um, and it's about time somebody overthrew Stranger Things. That's been at the top for a while now. Um, it stars Alexander Breckenridge, who you might recognize as Sophie from This Is Us. I know not your favorite show, but people like, might even... <laughs> recognize her. And it kind of follows this nurse practitioner who moves to a small town of Virgin River and meets a handsome bar owner. And, you know, it's drama, drama, drama. Um, so I'm personally not a Vir- Virgin River head. But uh, Pure Wow's senior editor of news and entertainment, Greta Hedginus, is, and she reviewed the fourth season, and here's what she had to say. If you enjoyed the first three seasons, then there's no doubt you'll love Virgin River Season 4. The new installment exceeds expectations in more ways than one and offers a feel-good vibe that's reminiscent of a soap opera. And then she gave it 4.5 out of 5 stars. So it does sound like it's maybe for me only because I'm a big soap opera fan. Like I used to love. Are you? Oh, I used to like watch One Life to Live all the time. Uh, Like daily. But even more than daytime soaps, I love like soapy shows like Desperate Housewives and that whole genre. It's so fun. I used to love, love Desperate Housewives. I mean, Terry Hatcher is my jam. Um, You know, it's like that steamy, sexy, not too serious, but like lots of twist endings, you know. Uh, just so, so much drama. Um, so maybe I would enjoy this. It seems a little like 
foo-foo for me. I don't know. Is that the word, the <laughs> phrase? I don't know what, like, you know, but people are obsessed <laughs> yeah. with the show and it's a number one show. People are obsessed and Purewell readers really, really like it. So Virgin River, 4.5 out of 5 stars. Purewell says thumbs up. Well, we've uh, talked about our hits for so long. We got to fly through. We got to keep moving. So let's get to our Mrs. Rachel. Mrs. of the Week. Good thing I didn't have any. <laughs> oh my gosh, you didn't have any misses? Yeah. No, oh my I gosh. didn't. This is great. So I'm just going to talk about my miss super fast. Cause and it also it's let's say it's it's a semi miss. It's the Gray Man on Netflix. It's the number one movie on Netflix. This is the movie everybody is talking about. They went in on this big big budget movie, you know, to try and help with these disappointing subscriber numbers that we've been talking about from earlier in the year. And it is a spy thriller with all the ingredients of a summer blockbuster hit. It has spy organizations, car chases, gorgeous global backdrops. It's uh, directed by the the guys who directed Avengers Endgame. It stars Ryan Gosling, Ana de Armas, Chris Evans, Reggae John Page from Bridgerton season one. It has so many famous faces, even more pop up Billy Bob Thornton. You know, there there are more face famous faces. But and if you like action. This movie is 70% action. That's just it's just action 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 scene after action scene. It is looks just like Netflix threw as much money as humanly possible at a screen and that's what we got. So the action scenes are great. I really really love that. That's why I'm saying it's like a semi miss, but the plot is so bad. Like really really bad. Like it ended and there were just large questions that were left unanswered. Never will be addressed. And here's, I'm going to put out a little spoiler. So spoiler alert, y'all. Um, one of those questions. Keep calm. I knew is. that was coming. Spoiler alert, <laughs> everybody. Spoiler alert. Stay calm. Stay inside. We haven't used a spoiler alert in a while. Oh, my gosh. Um, so a spoiler alert is they talk about some bigger bad guy throughout the entire movie. And then at the end, they you never find out who it is. And they never even mention it again. It's just like oh. there's some bad guy who is running things over the CIA. Never find out who it is. Um, so that's confusing. There are these terrible flashbacks to try and round out Ryan Gosling's character. All in all, I didn't hate it, but I'd only watch it if you don't care about plot and just want some mindless action sequences with some very famous faces. Great man, Netflix, boom, mic drop. That was a great review. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Uh, it's, yeah, I mean, I don't even know what there is to review. It's just like explosions the whole time. Um, but it, that part is fun and well done. So if you like that, um, cool. So let's get to some things we do like over in our guilty pleasures section. Silence in the court. Guilty pleasures. Rachel, what is your guilty pleasure? Well, so mine is newly F-Boy Island that you told me to watch ah, last week. <laughs> I watched the first two episodes of season two and I am so hooked on it. Yeah. it it's my new favorite show. Oh my and gosh. I only watched two episodes. It's oh really fun. It is just such a, I was going to say like a train wreck hot mess, but like it's not because it's just, it really is so good. And I, I okay, I have to say for some reason, I thought that the women were older like I didn't realize mm-hmm. that they I was surprised when they were young for some reason. I, I don't I, I guess I thought they were kind of cougars. I, I don't know if people oh, you thought they would be cougars. Word, I, yeah, I, I didn't realize that they were going to be like younger mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, I, I thought that for some reason, I don't know. So when they came out, I was like, oh, my gosh, these girls like they're so and they're so confident. But the, oh, thing, yeah. <laughs> the thing that I just love about this show is watching these men 
try to do their whole uh, pickup like F-boy game. shtick. Yeah. Yeah. It, talk about secondhand embarrassment. There was some in the first episode <laughs> that I was just like, th- truly, they could not think that this is going to get their attention. Yeah. I, it, like one of them was literally like calling, screaming her name from the pool. And I she's know. Like, I was I like, I do not want to talk to you. Get rid of this guy. He was so oh annoying. Oh my gosh. And then, yeah. I, I, so like kudos to them for even putting up with these <laughs> ridiculous pickup lines and games. And it's just, I don't know. Some of it, it's like so awkward. Yeah. But and it's I so fun it. when they reveal, like when they're like eliminating the guys yeah. and, they re- and then the guy gets eliminated and then he has to reveal if he was an F boy or a nice guy. Yeah. It's so good. And I, I love, love that so Nikki much. Glazer is like F boy. F by like if they're an F boy, it's so good. Oh, it's, it's so, so good. cheesy. So I thank think she's you. Really thank funny. You. Good. I'm so glad you like this. Yeah, it's better than the Bachelorette. It. Skip the Bachelorette. Just it, watch this. Yes, 100. percent And the so Bachelorette. Not to talk about that show because it is not my guilty pleasure. But they just split the like rose ceremony now. So now the women give out their roses separately because you know how there's two Bachelorettes at the time. It, it, it's not even. It's not getting better. It's not. <laughs> Getting worse. I, I, skip it. Skip it and watch F Boy Island. Yay. I'm so glad you liked it. I love wow, it. Our recommendations worked out for each other. Yeah. Love when that happens. Um, my guilty pleasure view, I mentioned it earlier, is Naked and Afraid on Discovery Channel and Discovery Plus, which I don't know why this is on Discovery Channel. Uh, it sounds like they should be having nature shows. And I guess it is a nature show, but it is. Uh, it's, a, it's a reality show where well, people are in nature, uh, where they just drop two people in the middle of the wilderness or the desert or the swamp or something, and they have to survive <laughs> for a certain number of days, uh, usually 21 days, and they're naked the entire time. I did not think this was a show for me. I am not into like survivalist stuff. But it is so fun to watch. I These, love it. It's you do okay. So you, I do. You, you I love watch it. Naked and Afraid too. Yeah. So this okay. could also be my guilty pleasure. So I have two. <laughs> oh great! This is. I'm glad we're aligned with this. It is uh, the people. The, the things these people endure, like torrential Ugh. rain or freezing temperatures or burning temperatures. The the episodes where there are swarms of mosquitoes just biting them as they try to sleep, and they go for days without food. And I just can't look away. I, no. I just can't believe that they endure the things they endure. I I could never personally. Okay, but that was a question I had for you because I know for a fact I could never do this show. Oh my god, do you think I could do it? Phil? I don't like, know. Literally, well, no, no. Okay, I, I am not an outdoorsy hiking. Oh person. god, I, I went camping once, like I don't know, five years, eight years <laughs> ago. I'm I'm good for camping for life. Ugh. I don't need. I don't want to be in a tent, much less. Like on a ground that I in a hut that I built out of sticks. Like get out of here! I don't like no. while you're naked. While you're naked, <laughs> that's, that's I mean, the whole part. And like, that's like the least worst part of everything about it, too. Yeah, you know, that's true. Um, but it doesn't matter where the episode takes place. There's a zero percent chance I would make it past day one. I just could never do it. I don't think I would make it past hour one. Like yeah. I literally would not be able to do it. I'm more of like a Wheel of Fortune or Big Brother kind of person. Like I think I could be on those shows. Um, I don't even think I could be on those shows. I'm you, so you bad could at Wheel of. I am no. so bad at Wheel of Fortune. Oh, Hangman like, was my jam awful. as a kid. So, you know, Wheel of Fortune is just it's right right <laughs> my sweet spot. <laughs> Pat Sajak, if, if you need if you need a podcast host to come on, I'm on. <laughs> if if I had to take a item with me though on Naked and Afraid, oh. I think I know, because I always think about this every yeah, single they, time. They're when, allowed to bring an item with them, yes. One item. And I'm always like, oh my God, like what would I bring? But if I didn't know what the place was, I had to talk like that's a whole issue. But yeah. I think I would bring I think I would bring a pot so I can boil water because at the end of the day, like you. Well, don't well, they give hopefully you, don't you, your do you get a pot automatically? No, no. Oh, so on Naked and Afraid XL, you do get a pot, which is 
Okay, so which okay. I've also been watching. So that's that's the more recent one I've been watching, which is a spinoff where they have to last 40 days and they bring back oh some God. of the all-stars. And then there's one called Naked and Afraid XL Valley of the Banished where they can like kick people out of their camp. I mean, there's a <laughs> lot of this. I mean, I've been watching too many episodes. This is crazy. I feel like a it's crazy so good, person. Though. I mean, this is, this is the ultimate guilty pleasure. Um, <laughs> it's also probably a confession uh, that I watched the show, um, but I'm glad you watch it as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I know, I, I also think it's interesting. The danger is clearly mostly manufactured. Like, I, they're not really going to get eaten by a, a crocodile or an alligator, you know? <laughs> like a mountain lion. Yeah, and, and like, because obviously there are cameras and there are producers following yeah. them around. And they do straight-to-camera confessionals. So obviously there are people besides just them there. It's not like, they do sometimes film themselves at night. They have their own cameras, but... During the day, you know, they're being followed by camera people, you know? There are yeah. people being like, oh, the sound's not working. Uh, hold, let's fix your mic. You know what I mean? Like, there are people doing this. So it's a, it's a little bit manufactured. I mean, we don't see that, but, like, that's got to happen. It's a, sh- yeah. it's a reality show. So got there's some sand in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so there's got to there's gotta be some element of manufacturedness to it. But I still like it. I think it's really good. Same. I highly recommend the XL version when they have to go 40 days and – it's not like singular episodes where you see the peop- the two people in there. That's the whole episode. These people like stick around for the whole season because it's Ooh, like a I bunch like of them. Yeah, it's really fun. You get to really know the characters. Uh, characters, they're real people. <laughs> All right, we've finally come to that point of the day. What did we learn? What we learned. I learned that both my shows this week, I suffer from secondhand embarrassment. What I learned uh, is that we both are really good at assigning each other homework. You told me to watch yes. The Bear, and I loved it. And I told you to watch F Boy Island, and you loved it. And I'm happy that we have a happy ending here on Stream On. <laughs> so happy. Well, this has been fun, and we'll do this again, I guess, I don't know, next week? Bye, all. Bye. That's it for Stream On. Follow us on Instagram at shows and at PureWow. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Stream On is a PureWow and Gallery Media Group production.